It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards Welcome right. back. You're listening to The Bachelor Paradise. Lifestyle from TheBallerLifestyle.com. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for listening. We are balls deep in The Bachelor in Paradise season. And people still hitting me up. Why aren't you talking Golden Bachelor? It is... Because it's too depressing. I can't. But I appreciate that people want to know. And also, it's too much TV to watch. Like It's hard enough to watch this Bachelor in Paradise and podcast about it. And I actually enjoy Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Of course, I'm joined now by my dear friend Jason Stewart. And Jason, I have one question for you. Do you like a bagel with two eggs and three slices of bacon? It's funny you start with that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, hello there. Hello there. Um, hello there. Hello, everybody. Shark. Great white shark. Um, it's funny you start there because okay. I, tur- I turned to my super hot girlfriend, Christina, Christina. in that moment. Yeah. And I said, that sounds like a lot of food. Yeah. Oh, like, is she, yeah. is she, you know, she throwing that up afterwards? Like, what's oh, the, wow. What's going on with that? And, Christina's like, that's perfectly normal. Yeah. I mean, sure. You know, like that's a lot of carbs though. And it's such a, such a mid breakfast. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to have some carbs with my breakfast, I'm not wasting it on a fucking bagel. I'm going to, I'm going to have some hashed browns, hash browns are going to be involved or maybe maybe some sourdough toast but a fucking bagel get the fuck out of here with that a bagel is some some chorizo in there i mean you're down south i love riso yeah i love riso and bacon i like bacon you know i'll use it but it's not like the be all end all give me a couple sausage patties or or i you know i like to go healthy i'll throw down a burger patty i'll throw down a burger patty listen hear me out burger patty with some A1, okay, some uh, some well done, not well done, but light well, like I get my fries at In-N-Out, hash browns, and three eggs over easy. That's a breakfast. And you know what that is? That's gains. You eat that, and then you wait about an hour, and you go to the fucking gym, and you use those carbs, okay? Let somebody tell Eliza about that idea, okay? I'm not going to... Um don't infer anything by this, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw you a socioeconomic thing. Oh, and I speak, I speak from experience. I speak from experience here that I come from no money. Me too. I'm from Costa Mesa. I was middle to lower class, but you know, we were, our margins were thin. I didn't, I didn't get everything I wanted growing up. Didn't your dad sell Porsches? He did. Yeah. He sold Porsches, but yeah. sometimes, you know, right. depending on the, the economy, Tough those Porsches month. weren't moving some months. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were, we were eating a lot, a lot of leftovers. Yeah. Now, um, I will say this. Tell me. That sounds like the order of yeah. a person yeah. who didn't come from anything. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, have yeah. you ever noticed, like, when you go to an all-you-could-eat, whether it's yeah. one of these cruises that people go Bread. on or all Bread. you could eat buffet, yep. you could always kind of spot the yep. people that yep. didn't grow up with a lot of money. Yep. And they, they think that they have to like eat as much food as possible. Cause it's yep. all free. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still, I have a little bit of that in me as well. Cause like you, I was from Costa Mesa. Well, I mean, you're from Brea. I'm from Costa Mesa. And, yep. you know, uh, we, we grew up on the, not so much the wrong side of the tracks, but definitely not the right <laughs> side of the tracks. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We we grew up actually on the tracks. There were little, literal tracks where we grew up. So hmm. I get that. I understand. But, I, I you know, I almost always pass on a bagel. It's just such a waste of calories, in my opinion. Well, I, I mean, I... I don't want to give up too much personal information, but I, I eat at least three bagels a week. Shut up! Like in a bagel yeah. sandwich? No, Gottlieb. Gottlieb turned me on to this. Doug Gottlieb yeah. turned yeah. me on to this. Yeah. We were talking about bagels one day on the air. Yeah, and and he says, "Have you ever gotten the everything but the bagel seasoning?" Oh yeah, at Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yep, I know it. So, 
I tried it and it changed my life. So it's what good. I do is yeah. I toast a plain bagel, I smother it with cream cheese, yeah. and I just I sprinkle a lot of that seasoning on it. It's and it's as good as an everything bagel, yeah. if not better. Yeah, then, and I have it three or three times a week. Then it hits you and you're just dra- you're immediately dragging ass. I mean, and you're it's not that long and you're hungry again because you've had zero protein to start your morning. You got, you need, (laughs) you're all full of carbs and it's not like you're doing, it's not like, okay. If you tell me it's Saturday and you and your hot, super hot girlfriend, Christina are going to hike Towsley Canyon. Is that one? Is that one that you do? I feel like I've seen that in your Insta stories. I'm disturbed that you know that I, I follow you guys. Now that makes sense because you're gonna you're gonna go. You need that energy. You need the glycogen to go out there and hit the fucking trails. But for a regular day, you need protein. You need yeah. you, you need to eat protein in the morning. So you're so you're satiated. Do you like to be satiated, Jason? I rarely am. I don't I know. know. I can't really because really you're get insatiable. To that point. That's part insatiable. of the problem. You're yeah. insatiable. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> People hate our guts right now, which is great. What happens? I I don't mind an everything bagel. Sometimes if I'm hungover, I go to this place by my office and I will fuck up. uh, I'll get an everything bagel, double toasted with jalapeno cream cheese and um, and avocado and tomato with a little lemon pepper on the top. And that's fantastic. But that's when I'm feeling bad about myself. And lately I haven't been feeling that way. So I haven't had one in many months. Lemon, little lemon pepper. That's very specific. Um, Okay, so um, I'm going to make your job a little easier because I know you got a lot on your bandwidth and you don't need to think about too much. Okay. I think the title, the title, working title of this episode oh, okay. is... Okay, here we go. Braden's Revenge. Oh, okay. Does he spell that with a Y? Cause yeah, B-R-A-Y-D-E-N. Every, everyone in Gen Z has found a way to insert a superfluous Y in their name, including, but not limited to Brayden and Brayden's revenge. If you really want to go alliteration, maybe, um, Brayden's, I don't know, beef Brayden's brigade. How about, how about Bailiwick Brayden's Bailiwick? It's not bad. So, so, I mean, it's really good. It's not, not bad. It's really good. The reason why I bring up, uh, Brayden, immediately before we get into this is that um you were talking about you know when you're feeling bad about yourself you eat a lot yeah not not an uncommon vice um but i want the listeners to close their eyes and think of brian beckner yep (laughs) at, at, at least 20 years ago Around, with, I'd say around. How old is he? Twenty seven. Yeah. Around twenty years yeah. ago, <laughs> with uh, with six pack abs, never happened. And uh, long uh, female earrings. Yep. <laughs> and in, but in really good shape. Yeah, I know. You already said the six pack yeah. abs part. Yeah, and that's Brayden. Yeah, that, Beckner is <laughs> Beckner is just like Brayden, other than those qualities. It's true. Yeah. At Brian Beckner on Instagram, you can see how off Jason is. But I mean, it is kind of like I see it like if you're looking like if you're squinting from a long distance. And also, if you comp- if you keep Braid in the same weight, but you compress him down, you just push him together a little bit. So he widens out and gets shorter. Then, yeah, I could see it. What are you like? Five, nine and a half, five, eight. But thank you. Five what? Five eight. I'm five eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Braden's brigade, Braden's bailiwick, yep. begins yep. with uh, with the cliffhanger from last week, which is the poo baby. Oh, jeez! Yeah. Uh, and, and props to because people were being disgusting, and only Mercedes. Mercedes, our queen, had some decorum and she's like, Yeah, she's just having a hard time. Like, and she, I can't remember how she said it, but she didn't say the P word, which so many people with the P word. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. So, for those that haven't been following too closely, yep. a woman named Sam who's yep. who states that she's 27, but she's at least 43. Yeah. She's little, um, yeah. 
She doesn't say she's 27. There's no way. She obviously is taking that new diabetes drug because we Googled it. Constipation is like one of the on the forefront of side effects. Yeah, it's it slows the whole digestive process down. So a hundred percent, she's on Ozempic. I would I would be stunned if there was a natural reason for this. And she's backed up, and re- and supposedly she had gone nine days up to last episode, nine yeah. days without moving. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the the cliffhanger was if if by sunset yeah. Yeah. or sunrise, sunrise, yep. Yep. she had not done it, then they're going to take measures to get it out. And we have a we have a mutual friend that's that's obsessed with his uh, with his routine and his um the frequency of his routine and so if he he can if he goes if he goes one day without an evacuation he go he checks himself into a hospital he goes to the emergency room so this woman nine days i mean this is this is crazy and definitely a result of ozempic right yeah. and so she basically um doesn't have a movement before sun set. Yep. Um, and the doctor comes and gets her. She tells the rest of the cast members, I'm leaving. Yeah. Now, what's in, that, asks, what's in that doctor's bag, by the way? Like, n- no one's injured. He's not going to have to splint anything. He's not going to have to perform emergency surgery. And yet he's got this massive backpack just loaded with items for suturing. And there's probably tapes and gauzes and those one scissors that can cut clothes off. Why does he need all that in every scene? That's a good point. Yep. Um, maybe on his way to take care of Sam, yep. if the, another one of the cast members or a crew member yes. yeah. uh, s- sprains an ankle, has yes. a high ankle good sprain, point. he has a, all, the, all the ingredients for a splint to, yes. right there. And now he says, he says if, there, if she doesn't have it by sundown or whatever that they're going to have to they're going to have to perform some type of procedure but they don't perform a procedure do they the the whole thing's confusing i'm just gonna i'm gonna nip i'm gonna nip this in the butt Uh, (laughs) um literally yeah i'm gonna just nip the whole sam story in the butt i'm gonna give away the end i'm gonna do everything okay so the doctor says all right we need to we need to do the the drastic measures to get it out she tells the cast now her love interest Aaron S, who's just a real huge douche. Yeah, he's the um, damn Daniel of this season. Yeah, he's he's sad because they made a connection and he's been really um, compassionate as she's had this issue, and he just it's everyone's bummed for him because his love interest needs to leave for a medical reason. Now, my super hot girlfriend Christina asks a very reasonable question in this moment. Why can't he just go with her totally. to the procedure? No, this this is why this show's great. She doesn't understand the rules. Yeah. She doesn't understand yes. the well, rules well, of paradise. Hold on, hold on. Because there are really no rules. Like there's they make <laughs> them up as they go. Because eventually, and it's not as intense anymore, but when the when the when the legend who and you don't know what you got till it's gone, which is a great song by the eighties hair metal band Cinderella from New Jersey. You don't know what you got till it's gone because we had this guy, Chris Harrison, and we used to shit on him because he was very smarmy and annoying and kind of like thought he was running the show, but he would come on eventually and be like, all right, today's the day either get engaged or break up. And people would be like, fuck, well, I don't know. I guess we got to get, I guess we're breaking up because in the bachelor in paradise world, there is no world outside of this beach resort that they're on. So this woman is leaving because she's unable to shit. And this guy's like, ah, we were establishing a connection. You could go with her, dude. You could also leave. People often leave the show of their own volition. You could be one of those people, but they act like there's like he's tethered to that place. And he's just like, I can't, I don't know. Can't go. Sorry. See you later. Anyway, I thought I liked you. Yeah, and he he literally spends the next the rest of the episode pissed off because he's single and he's made no connections when when he could have left with her. I mean, if you think about it, if he leaves with her and like sits by her and in the waiting room as she's having the procedure, that will only strengthen this relationship like that. 
that's a gesture that that he and for whatever fucking reason yep. that isn't even brought up like one of the other cast yeah. members does never says a word i guess the show yeah. just doesn't want that to be an option yeah. so um so she leaves and aaron s is alone at the end of the episode before the uh the rose ceremony jesse comes out and he said hey just want to uh take care of some business first sam who left you know to to get rid of this thing she's still backed up yeah i know yeah <laughs> he just he just announces to the group at yeah. the rose ceremony yeah. that she's still backed up yeah and everyone's like oh man that sucks yeah all right let's go for it with each other yeah that wait, was it wait there was no rose ceremony though okay well yeah. i mean the cliffhanger is yeah. it's gonna be a rose ceremony first next next uh, episode and what are, what are they gonna what are they gonna have two rose ceremonies this whole season there's been one rose ceremony we're on episode right. four there's yeah. supposed to be a rose ceremony every episode well they need to they need to do the Braden story arc and it starts with you know for those that need a little background Braden was on charity season Braden had a connection with charity early on and, and everyone else was jealous of him and everyone pretty much hated Brayden. He was the villain of charity season. Yeah. He, re- he wasn't, though. He wasn't. What? He wasn't the villain. Well, I mean, no, he was, yeah. he, he was actually the most sane person in the mix. But, but the but other guys hate his guts. I to the cast members, he was the villain, yep. including this Ken doll, Sean. Sean was one of the people that just couldn't stand him on charity season yeah. now. Yeah. Supposedly, Braden had just had like made good with all of his cast members yeah. on this season. I really had, I really had you doing a supposedly right there. I was just so ready for a supposedly to come out of your mouth, and I, honestly, I was disappointed that you properly pronounced it. Supposedly, yeah, yes, yeah, no, oh, yeah. yeah. So, Braden starts to plant the seeds early yeah, on in this episode. Braden's a good character. He he really is. Yeah. He's 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 much more well spoken than I think that's right. We give him credit for articulate. And he knows how to play the game. He knows yeah. how to be good yeah. TV. Yeah. And he goes to the, the other cast members and starts really kind of talking shit about Cat. Yeah. yeah. Now now Cat had yeah. done him wrong. Yeah. Had left him for Tanner. Had she and well, I mean, I mean it's the point of the show, right? His, his point is that she did not have good bedside manner, that yeah. she could have handled it better. Yeah, she could have. And he uses words like she did me dirty. Yeah, she, it was a hustle. I feel like I was used. And he keeps telling people this. So that's early on the episode. He's that's the story that is developing early on. Now, um, to to add a guy to the mix because there remember there are seven roses, seven women and upwards of 10 to 12 dudes. So the, of course they have to throw another dude in the mix uh-huh. and how they set this up is they have, um, they have John Henry who nobody remembers him. He was from charity season John, last year. John Henry's hammer. Johnny John Henry comes down the steps. That'd be a good just, that'd be a good name for this episode too, by the way. John Henry's hammer. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. John Henry's hammer. Yeah. Um and Jesse was like, John Henry, the guy with the most dangerous job in the world. Yeah. And and you have to Google what he does, yeah. and he's like one of those underwater offshore like engineers or like maintenance guys. Yeah. Like he go, he, yeah. They go. He, well, no, they said that. He goes, oh, you're underwater welder. And he goes, that's part of what I do. And then he goes, oh, that's the most dangerous job in the world. Well, you know what we should do is get a Lives Matter flag for underwater welders. Because we have, we got blue Lives Matter. We got red. There's a green one. I've seen yellow, which I think is like dispatchers or something. But this, these <laughs> underwater welders, much like pizza delivery guys, die at a much higher rate than a cop so yeah. we should get a we should get a, a underwater welder lives matter flag going for um john henry and his hammer it's a good point yeah he's a good looking guy and um all the women yeah 
are smitten with him, including Cat, by the way. Yes. She, the oh, no, aforementioned Cat, who's yeah. supposedly with Tanner, was like, yeah. I would love myself well, a piece of that. Here's like, what here's what John Henry and his hammer have going for him. Not to interrupt, but before you move on. He's uh he's got that kind of like he's got a southern accent, he's all shucks, he's real nervous to talk to anybody. So his he doesn't come off as like overconfident like a guy like Braden, who although that is attractive in its own way. But and then he's tattooed and then he has like a rough and tumble job. So and, and he's jacked. So it's like a whole combination. Like he's he's conventionally hot and then he's awkwardly hot at the same time. So I could see that. And so when everybody's like Oh, this John Henry's hot. I'm like, oh yeah, I agree. But then ten, and not to jump ahead, but just to juxtapose. Then ten minutes later, some guy comes on that isn't hot, and everyone goes, "Oh my god, he's so hot! I can't believe this other guy's here." And I'm like, "There's nothing hot about this guy." And they all equally agree that he's just as hot as John Henry, which makes me kind of think that everyone there is a little bit sus. Well. And the producers are producing yes. it up yes. to make sure that everyone's appropriately jealous. Yes. Now, and you're, you're referring to John, the right. half Chinese, half half white guy yes. from Charity Season. Tall, um, gawky, stupid yeah. haircut, kind of dorky. Yeah. yeah, very dorky. Um, but anyways, I the um, the second name that you could go with, you, I'm giving you choices here, mm-hmm. and this is it starts kind of the sub story of the episode. Okay, you, you can call it. Olivia's options. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, I like that too. Because Olivia up to now is the sassy Latina. Yeah. Young, young sassy Latina who is, who's all about judging other people for how they handle their relationships. Okay. Are we positive? She's Latina because they go on a, um, they go on a date again, not to jump ahead. They go on a date and it's like a spa day date. And the women at the spa day are speaking Spanish, and Olivia does not appear to be speaking Spanish back to them. Well, her last name is Lewis, so probably not. So you're thinking... <laughs> L-E-W-I-S? Yeah, you're thinking maybe she's uh, some kind of a mix, although, although and black. Although um, I am Latino, so and I am not... Um, capable of speaking enough Spanish to have a conversation with some with spa workers. So I guess my I I've figured that out. She might be Latino, Latina. Um, I'm an Olivia I, fan, by the way. I just googled her and, and I can't and? quite get a a race. She down. might be Puerto Rican. You know what? Yeah, yeah. she's from New York. I'm guessing yeah. half yeah. Puerto Rican. Yeah. yeah, I'm an Olivia fan. She's cute. Yeah. She's got a good personality. She's about sure. that life. Yeah. Like she's fun. She's funny. She's good TV. She she's really good TV. Is. She's got yeah. She's she's got all the Gen Z vernacular totally. down. Totally. Yep. It makes the show sound young and yep. hip. Yep. Now um, she goes to the spy date. Yeah. So to back up a little bit, so Olivia's options refers to Olivia has spent this this season up to this point judging other people for how they've handled the other the other relationships. But now she gets a taste of the poison yep. apple. What like, are the odds? Who could once have you predicted get, it? Once you get multiple people interested in you, mm-hmm. then that starts to change the way. Maybe you start taking eating mm-hmm. the words that you had used earlier in the season, mm-hmm. you know, about people being shitty and using other people and stuff like that. So yep. remember, Peter, some nondescript dude gave her a rose. That's right. The last time around. So mm-hmm. she and she has some loyalty to Peter. Well, John Henry asks her on a date and says, you know, I, I came to the island and I, I you're my number one or whatever. And she's she's taken by that. They do the they do the spa date um, and they make out and they, they show up back to the beach holding hands. That spa date was kind of hot, right? Because they, they massage each other and she like mounts him and she doesn't she not doesn't. And look, I'm not trying to creep people out here, but it's. It's worth describing. She does. She can like mounts him while she's massaging him. And she's got, um, she doesn't have quite, I believe they call it a Brazilian cut that she's wearing bikini. So it's not, it's not a G string per se or a thong as it's also referenced, but it is, it's cut very high on the sides and she's got some ass and then he's massaging her, Jason. And I know, I know you're putting yourself 
in his position as well because he's like he's like massaging her shoulders and like his hands are all over and i'm like i'm like bro i know it's tempting i know what's going through your mind right now but i'm like just don't rub that ass like it's like you want to be uh, like you put yourself in his position and you're like and he's got oil on his hands and you're like you immediately would go straight to the ass because it's just right there it's it's fair to say yeah yeah with his pelvic region yes uh, resting on her ass as he as he massages her that he's He's sporting a full erection. erection. And yes, it's yeah. safe to say. Yes. No matter how, yes. no matter how shy John right. Henry plays it, totally. I think that I think that's pretty obvious at, in the scene. At some point, biology takes over, right? And you can right. only, you know, if there's any kind of attraction at all, you're going yeah. to become engorged at some point. So, so the, they make out over uneaten food, and so yeah. now Olivia is like, "Whoa, yeah. I've got two guys now." Yeah. And I don't hate it. Like yeah. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into this thing. So she, uh, that that becomes a, kind of the subplot of the of the episode. Now, yep. interesting scene. We go back to the beach, and all the men are playing some form of football. Oh man, oh, on the man. beach, Jason. Yeah, Jason. You one of your one of your favorite things to do is post videos of yourself throwing a football and the reason is because you have a really you throw a nice ball you got you got a (laughs) you got quite a wing on you and look this is not an easy compliment for me to give you but it's it's due well i mean i'm an athlete i mean i've thrown balls my entire life i mean yeah you you can really wing a football a ways and you're pretty proud of that and look you got if you're gonna even if you're just gonna toss a football you got to you got to be you got to be like 15 yards apart. So if you're going to pl- if you're going to play a game of t- touch football on the beach or whatever, anybody that's ever played touch football, I mean there might be some plays, but really it's just like huh, and then you just run as fast as far as you can yeah. and the quarterback, I would probably put Jason at quarterback cuz he could throw it pretty far, hucks it down the field. These guys are like doing like the um, Brett Favre underhand flip from five feet away. What is this game? I played plenty of touch football games in my life. It never looked anything like what these guys were doing. I I didn't recognize the game they were playing. It's almost like it wasn't football at all. But in fact, a way to show oily dudes with their shirts off Running in a very small area so that they, it could all be captured on film, and then yeah, yes. the yeah. the women yeah. were supposed to look at them and gawk yeah. at their bodies. Yes. So it was almost yeah. like like it was that as opposed to yeah. a natural football game on a reality show. You know? Yeah. No, it was it was what because I'm like, oh, I could get in this. You know, this looks pretty fun. And then I then I, you watch a little <laughs> bit of it, and they were they were like um they were like pawing at each other and like flipping the ball in the air it was like not it wasn't even like three flies up or you know like any the s the q like we used to play you know it just no i didn't recognize it it looked like it was from another planet and uh my super hot girlfriend christina makes a a very valid point so the tyler is a guy with these these rock hard abs, and and the women are on the beach looking at this guy. And, oh, he's the he's the like, Papa Shot guy. Yeah, there's something. And Christina's point is, abs like that are not attractive because yep. it implies yep. that they put so much. It takes so much work, yes, and effort yep. and and sacrifice to have abs like that. Yep that you probably literally do nothing else with your time or your attention, but concentrate on abs. Abs are made in the kitchen. So when, so Tyler, like if you were, if you were dating Tyler and you went out to Mexican food and they put, they put the chips and salsa, like, like, look, Friday night, Mexican food is a fucking rite of passage in most places in this country. And you go out to Friday night Mexican food and you sit down and they, they drop those hot, fresh chips and that salsa right there on the table. And everybody's immediately slamming their hands. It's like a fucking fight at the bat rack to get into those chips. 
Tyler just looks at those chips and he's like, no thanks. And then he goes, and then he goes, uh, everyone orders a beer or whatever margarita. He goes, I'll, uh, I'll take a skinny margarita. Like that's Tyler. <laughs> that's Tyler. And uh, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm like pretty into lifting weights these days. I go to the gym a lot and, and uh, same like women do not like abs like this. And my girlfriend's like, you're not going to get like all like rock hard abs and shit. She's like, cause I'm not into that. And I'm like, one, look at me. You're never going to have to worry about me looking like that. I eat the chips. All right. We're going to be fine. But similarly, my super hot girlfriend, Cheyenne, just like your super hot girlfriend, Christina, is the same way. She's like, women don't like that for the same reasons. It's and they're these girls on the beach. Maybe it's a Gen Z thing, but I don't think it is because they, they know, too. They're they're just being told what to say they like. I would say. The skinny margarita might be go- a, a, a tad too far. And yeah. I think he goes ice water yeah. and then the carne asada fajitas, yeah. no, no tortillas. tortillas. Yep. Yeah. Hold the tortillas. No beans and rice. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. um, keto. So, so, so um, the next kind of storyline here is that John shows up on the beach, but not before mm-hmm. they have Aaron B. Uh, you know, Aaron B is the black guy from last season. It's got like four hometowns and he's a real badge. Yeah. He's well, from, he, he's from Houston, New Orleans, um, and San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. 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 And so he, he's been connecting with Eliza, the real emotionally immature child, yeah. uh, yet attractive black woman who had a circus of an experience a year ago on, on paradise. Yep. Um, he said he's feeling really good about the relationship. So that just tells the audience, okay, well, something bad is going to happen because he says he's feeling really good about it. And his guy, John, the aforementioned half Chinese, half white guy shows up on the beach. Everyone's kind of in awe for whatever reason. He pulls Eliza and he asks her to go on a date. Yep. She does what she did last year. Now, this is Eliza's move. Remember, Eliza was asked on a date last year, I think, when she was with Robert Smith. Yeah, Robert Smith um, and Justin. Right. Mm-hmm. Justin asked her on a date. Yep. And this is what she does. She yep. says, Before I answer your your um offer, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a counsel with my guy. Yeah, because she doesn't want to get the cat treatment. And and she wants her guy to beg her not to go. Yep. Yeah, and, that's and right. Anything anything short of them begging her not to go. Yes. Then they're an asshole because they let her go on the date. Great memory. This is great yeah. memory because this is exactly what she did, and I never would have recalled that. You're exactly right. And, and poor uh, Robert Smith's name is Rodney, I think. He, Rodney. Poor him. He was just yeah. being a good guy, trying to be diplomatic and yep. being, hey, explore your options. I, I want to be with you when you get back. But And yep. she just used it against him and called him an asshole. So yep. um, this time she pulls her guy, Aaron B., Pulls the same maneuver, and he was like, "You know what? You know, I, I I don't really want you to go, but I don't want to, you know, force you not to go, whatever." And so she accepts the date with John. They go on a date. It's really boring. Um, in the meantime, Rachel says, "Rachel, the the former bachelor, bachelorette yeah. says, Rachel Reckia, Aaron B and Eliza are the most solid couple on the beach." So if she's open for a date, yeah, everyone's open. <laughs> none yeah. of the viewers knew that that was none of the yeah. viewers knew that. Like yeah. th- th- really, that yeah. was a really solid connection. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Um. So Eliza goes with John on the date. Um. Aaron S. in a real Gen Z move, you know, even though Aaron S. is in his forties. Yeah. He he goes over to Aaron B. and he tries to console him, yeah. you know, cause Aaron's Aaron's B is like really affected by this. Yeah. And, um, Aaron S says to, to B, he says, uh, she likes you a lot, dude. And you guys have connected on so many levels. Yeah. yeah. And just ju- knowing yeah. the, um, intelligence, like capacity and emotional capacity of Eliza yeah. and Aaron B, they, they haven't connected on, any no, levels, no, maybe one level. Like it doesn't seem yeah. like it. Aaron, Aaron yeah. S though, I'm going to miss him. He like, he's, he's real jacked. Um, he seems really stupid. 
and but <laughs> he's and, a fireman and he's very old and and, and even they shame him at one point cat shames him and she's like yep. i mean you know it's it's probably there's there's probably a good reason that you're 33 years old and you can't find love <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, so she shames him for being 33 when we can all tell he's 43 at least. <laughs> but being 33 is they're like the worst thing you could be. But he's yeah. look, he he kind of stirs shit up and he'll say the shit that people don't want to say, which is kind of fun. And so then that is when Aaron B delivers the yeah. line that you open the pod with. And he says to Aaron S or maybe he says to the camera, he says, but she likes bagels, two eggs, yeah. three bacon, yeah. and butter. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope I'm ordering that for her tomorrow. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It's very real deep and sentimental stuff from these two. Um, so yeah. everything seems to be going well on the date, and they make out over uneaten food and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Peter and Tanner are talking about their feelings at the bar. Now, now Tanner, he's with Kat. Peter was like, I really like Olivia and I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad that she's on a date right now. I don't know how, I don't know what to do. So Olivia uh, comes back to, from her date with her guy uh, and they're holding hands and he, and she pulls Peter uh, presumably to tell him that, um, you know, it went well with my date. I'm going to move on yeah. from you, but, but yeah. no, like Peter somehow pulls a rabbit yeah. out of his hat in this moment. Yeah. He, he gets her with this line. Um, I didn't know how I felt about you going on a date. And then all day I started feeling up in my feels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Peter Peter is one of the great um, underdog stories in Bachelor in Paradise history because we're what? This is the fourth episode or something. Who the fuck is he? Like, who is he? <laughs> what season was he on? <laughs> we, we know no, yeah. nothing, why, nothing about this guy. Why is yeah. he 41? No one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. He's just kind of there. I think he just showed up. He wasn't even on a Bachelor, but everyone's like afraid to be the one that doesn't know who he is. <laughs> so it's like the Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah. And then he's like... He's like, yeah, Olivia's out on a date, and he goes, but when she comes back, I'm gonna try to make out with her. And then she does. Then she comes back, and Olivia, who I really respect, because she's a fucking savage. She's just like, yeah, I went on a date, and Peter's like, hey, how about? And then she le- who she-, she goes on the date with John Henry, who's the fucking catch of the show right now. Everybody wants to fuck him. She goes and has a massage date. They walk in holding hands. And 11 seconds later, she's laying on a bed making out with Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, she's got the poison apple. She's got the taste of it. She really is. I mean, she's making the best of her time in paradise, which I I deeply respect. I mean, she has a rose. She has all the power. And I guess this is one of the rare moments in time where you have all the power on the show and you could have them try to do whatever they can do in their power to be with you. So she's eating that up. Um, A quick update on Kylie. Kylie was the most sought after woman on the, on the Island. She kind of screwed over will because Avon was her first choice. Avon. um, She says just out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know about Avon. He hasn't really given me any reassurance. I'm ready to be engaged to him right now. Wow. Four day four days into the show. Yeah. Um, she's ready to be engaged. Yeah. And she and she wants reassurance from him. And she kind of hits him point blank with like, I just need to know where you're at. And this is what this is exactly what he says. He says, Um, well, you're you're my choice. And then he says, There's basically no one that could come down here and deter me from you. Yeah, he he uses a key key word there to give himself an out. Basically, there's basically no yeah. one that could come down here that's and a, deter me. That's a qualifier. And, yeah, and and this was her reaction. That's just what I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. This is, and that's, that's Eliza's thing, right? Like she wants, they want you to fight for them. And so in Gen Z parlance, you know, throwing a basically on it is pretty close to fighting for somebody. So they'll take that. Um, Wells and the producers come up with one of the lamest ideas yeah. in show history. Yeah. And, Wells is going to introduce the Paradise Truth Box. I fucking hate Wells. I've always hated Wells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's yeah. a he's a little douche. But yeah. like, the Truth Box to me is one of the more fabricated, lamest yeah. ideas that the show has ever had, yeah, and that's saying a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's saying a lot. Yep. Um, the Truth Box. I guess the concept is they write they write their truth on a piece of paper and then put it in a box. And then he's just going to pull a couple of them out randomly and read them later on. Yeah. And uh, Olivia on camera was like, the truth box is going to destroy at least one couple. Yeah. And you're like, what? Is. Okay. Yeah. Is. The truth box. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they gather and they write things down and they put it in a box, whatever. Um, the side story to this whole thing is that Sean is starting to pull off of Rachel. Now, Rachel's a former, the only former bachelorette who has ever been a cast member on the show. That's right. She hooked up with Kendall early. Yeah. yeah. And they've, they've just been hanging out and talking and whatever. But Sean lets Braden know who he, th- he thought was his buddy um, that, you know, Rachel's cool and all and she really likes me. But my number one coming down here was for Jess. He's yeah. he's had his eye on Jess yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's with the Canadian. This is uh, this is a wild turn of events because Sean yeah. should be lucky. Sean's lucky that anybody's paying attention to him. He's a fucking loser. It's 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 a it's a moronic step. If yes. we want to if yes. we want to take a look at it, yeah. the women have the roses yes. and it's seven to twelve. Yeah. Do you really want to do something to yeah. upset the apple cart at this point? Yeah, I mean, just like, in terms of game theory, it's ridiculous. Yes. It's very it's it's incredibly stupid. But also, how does Sean think he's in Jess's league at all? <laughs> well, Jess is with the Canadian. What's his name? The uh, Blake Moines and Blake yeah, Moines. Yeah, they they were all they were all dripping that Blake Moines would show up. Like Jake yeah. Blake Moines is apparently one of the most sought after Bachelor contestants of all time. Everyone wanted a piece of Blake Moines. Jess gets her claws in it, and she's locked in. And so she's you know she's she's got a high level man. Sean is the uh, fucking bottom feeder on this show. He's lucky to still be there. And he's like, look, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go talk to Jess and see if she wants to explore something. And she's like, with you? And he's like, yeah, with me. And she's like, fuck no, I'm with Blake Moines. Her, her exact word words were, yeah, me and Blake were vibing. Um, but we're both on the same page about being open. Yeah. And yep. he's like, I'm with that. So does that mean you're open to pursuing something with me? And she was like, no, not, <laughs> not, not you. Basically not you. You're, yeah. And then she calls him a great guy that she, she loves him and all this Ooh, stuff. But yeah, so she, she, she lets him down uh, pretty easy, but he gets the point that Jess is no longer an option. Yep. So in his mind, he just goes back to Rachel because that's the way it works. Yep. But Braden isn't going to allow wow. for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Braden does a great reality TV move here. Mm-hmm. And as Sean is talking to Jess to see where she's at, Braden goes down and sits next to Rachel and yep. says, yep. I just want to let you know that I care about you as a friend. Yeah. And and yep. Sean was Sean is over there gauging Jess's interest because he told me literally that you are really into him. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. But but he's his he has an eye on maybe Jess and he's going to see if that works. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel is uh Rachel is officially engaged and enraged. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Braden knows exactly what he's doing, and yep. he's working it. And he's playing the old friend card, which is yep. usually good for a rose for one episode, right. which is I'm going to be the tattletale yep. under the guise that I'm protecting you, yep. so you'll give me a rose. He actually plays it perfectly. So He does. Rachel goes down and confronts Sean. 
Yep. And Sean doesn't really even deny this. He didn't doesn't deny that he went to just to gauge her interest. The one thing he does do is he lies about the exchange. He says to Rachel, um, you know, that w- that was my that was my intention to see where Jess was at, but I've just I've decided that after that conversation that I want to keep talking to you. Yeah. 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 Too late, yeah. dude. You can't yeah. like chicks are wise to this game. You tried to upgrade. It didn't work out. <laughs> you came back and now she's over it. And she realizes Braden, who's a high value male in this show. Sean is nothing. He's not. No one wants Sean. He's he he scored somehow with Rachel Reckia and he couldn't leave well enough alone. So he tried to climb a ladder. Also, by the way, he um as he's realizing that he's not going to be on the show for one more episode, uh, he uh, uh, alerts the group that um, he actually was fired from his job for going on The Bachelor. That was is such a pussy move. Yeah. To like, I'm guessing in the history of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, more than half of the people have compromised their jobs yeah. to try to be famous. Like, yes. no one's going to feel bad for you. Th- this nope. is what you do. Yep. You're a you're a twenty something trying to be famous, yep. and your low level entry position job doesn't yep. isn't going to deal with that. So. I thought it was such a, a, a low move on his part to yep. say shit like that, to try to get some kind of sympathy. Yep. Um, so Rachel's pissed at him. She's not having it. She's done with him. And at the same time, she thinks Braden is really cool for telling her. Like, That's right. Braden's got no other agenda but than yep. to protect her feelings. Yep. That's that's basically what Rachel's thinking. Yep. Um, and Sean, the cliffhanger going to a commercial break is – Braden is dead man walking yeah. because Rachel told him that Braden was the one that told him all this stuff. And so that's a good cliffhanger. I'm thinking maybe there's going to be some, some blows, some like violence. Yep. Sean pulls Braden after the break. And one of the most like soft Gen Z confrontations ever. Yeah. Um, Sean's like, why'd you sell me out, dude? And Braden's like, here's the deal. I told her everything you told me. I was trying to, uh, I didn't want her to be, her feelings to be hurt. And everything I told her is, is what you told me. So I didn't exaggerate or tell her any lies. And Sean is just like, he just like put his head down. He's like, yeah, man. And then he, then he does this. Yeah. But the bro code. Yeah. Well, yeah. You violated yeah. the bro code. Right. Right. But they're not bros. Like they, he hated his guts on on uh, charity season. He was he was one of the group along with Aaron B. He was one. He was in the anti Braden camp, and and Braden wasn't there for the right reasons and shit. So what goes around hence, comes around. Hence this title, yeah. Braden's revenge or yeah. ba- Braden's bailiwick. That's right. It's double. It's a double meaning because not only does oh, Braden yes. get yeah. get revenge on Sean, yeah. But he gets a he gets a really good revenge on Cat because somehow his maneuvering exposes Cat as just a fucking wild crazy bitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Cat's getting kind of a bad edit here, but I'm here for it. it makes for I mean, good bad TV. Edit, bad yeah. edit, but she she gives the cameras a lot. She does to yeah. to choose from. She loses um, her mind. Yeah, it it's. She showed a little of this in her bachelor season, a little yeah, of it, yeah. because what's her name? Brooklyn would get under her skin and stuff. But That's like, right. she goes off the edge on this one. Um, they go to this that Wells a stupid truth thing idea, yeah. and uh, Aaron S. And like one of the more scripted scenes in the history of the show. Yeah. Aaron S. Is like, yeah, this truth box because uh, Wells was reading some of the entries, and they were all very like cute like uh you know Braden needs to make out with rachel and you know just like cute stuff no one's getting their feelings hurt and aaron s is like i'm sick of the surface level stuff you know i'm going home anyways and he throws the truth box into the ground and it explodes amazing, amazing. and everybody's 
Everybody just gasps. It's great because there's great. so much truth out there. It's Brian. great. And then and then this um, that Wells is like, "Hey, man, that wasn't cool." Like, shut up, Wells. Like, you're the help. <laughs> like, you paid for that truth box. Yeah, just get. And then he's yeah. like, "Okay, Wells, read." I don't understand why there were two different truth boxes yeah. though. What was because Wells <laughs> was already reading some shit, and but Aaron S seemed to know that he was reading the wrong shit and he needed to be reading some different shit. And then Wells is like, you, you broke the box. You read it. Just shut up. Like just leave. It was, it was so scripted. It was just, there were, and there are horrible actors too. They are. Um, so as part of this truth box, all of the entries are anti cat. So Mm -hmm. either Brayden wrote them or somebody wrote them to where, Cat can't be trusted. Cat uh, is is a biatch. You know, it was all anti-cat, and she's getting really worked up. And then Tanner, her her bow, literally goes up to her and is like, you know, the truth box thing said that maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't trust you. And, you know, Brayden pulled me aside earlier and said, you got to watch out. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so this just this completely makes her go off the deep end. Well, like it, she, yeah, I mean, Aaron she goes insane. Aaron S and, and Brayden were clearly working together. Like Brayden's like, yo, I'm going to stuff the box. Yes, and then yes. you, but I can't be the one that breaks the box. Cause then everyone's going to know I stuff the box. And then yeah. everything, in the truth box was was about Braden or Cat. Yes. Yeah. And and as Braden is 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 working his revenge on Cat, not only does he watch her go crazy and get the satisfaction of that, but he pulls Rachel and they just start making out. So yeah. not only does he get the revenge on Cat and Sean, yep. but he secures his own rose, rose. with yep. with Rachel. Like it, it was an all time bachelor move we got to give him props yeah um and the the episode basically ends with cat just going crazy she makes that comment about aaron s being 33 no wonder he's single amazing um very triggered she has anger issues and um that's basically how this ends. We haven't quite gotten to the rose ceremony, yeah. which is supposedly there are next. no rose ceremonies anymore. The whole point but, of the show is the rose ceremonies, and they don't have any. But yep. in bachelor, true bachelor form, very transparent with their their scripting here. Sean and Aaron S are talking to each other. Sean's drunk, and he says. Um, all right, you you and I need to pray for the bachelor gods to yeah. send us somebody down the stairs. Yep. Let's put it out there in the universe. Yep. And lo and behold, like yeah. who could have saw this coming? Somebody else is walking down the stairs on the cliffhanger. Now, and now I know, look, and this is saying a lot because like Peter is there and John and Aaron S and stuff. But they, they're getting to the point in the season where they're bringing out people that you don't know who they are. And I couldn't, I'm like, is that the CEO's daughter's friend? Because I don't like, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> you know, like I, I don't, I couldn't. And obviously like they're trying to play it coy, but like real fans of the show probably know who it is. But like casuals like me and you, I didn't recognize that person. Like, I don't know who that is. So it's, right. and but, but I, I'll tell you what I do know. She ain't giving Sean a rose. Zero Correct. chance. Zero t- chance she's Correct. giving Sean a rose. No chance. That's that. exactly it. So yeah. that's the yeah. cliffhanger. Amazing. Um, Amazing. And well, I mean, this was an action packed episode. It showed uh, Braden's great strategic maneuvering um, and ex- in exacting revenge on two people while yeah. getting the former bachelorette. It's great. And, and, and Olivia's got options. Yeah, and R- Olivia's great. This is there's a strong gr- group of females this season. Uh, Rachel Recky is no slouch. I mean, she's cute and she's got personality. Like, there's a lot happening here, and there's a bunch of loser dudes, which I enjoy. <laughs> um, okay, here's I forgot or I just noticed that we have we have a voicemail here. Let's play. Let's oh, play. Good. Let's okay, wrap good. it up with is, the voicemail. Is it, is it Manny and Oxnard or you, you mean Manuel and Gardenia? I mean, Matt in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Manny and Oxnard. Is that, is there actually a guy called that? 
Each of those names we just said are the same guy. Oh, they are? He's also Manny yeah. and Oxnard? Yes. Stop it. And Matt in LA. And yeah. Manuel and Gardenia. Yes. Wow. No, I haven't gotten a call from him in a while, but there, here's <laughs> do you want me to play do you want me to play the song that I play on the Bachelor Life on the a baller lifestyle when we do get a no. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, do you want me to play it? Okay. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than Ish, 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 Ish. You know Ish? Did Ish call the Jim Rome show as well? Um, Ish in that Memphis. rings a bell. Back Ish. in the day, what, what's his Twitter handle? Ish in Memphis? I don't know. He's yeah, been, yeah. He Ish, was, Ish, was, Ish was banned or something from the Jim Rome show or he, something. He was? I want to say he was. I wow. I forget. The details yeah. are foggy. Okay, we got it. We got a voicemail. Let's 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 play it. Let's hear from this listener. Hey guys, what's going on? This is for the uh, Bachelor Lifestyle. That's right. Uh, Stu and Brian. That's right. Those are uh, our names. Hey, a little disappointed, Brian, that you interrupted Stu's. Hello, everybody. Because I look forward to that probably more than anything. No, I didn't interrupt his hello, everybody. I I threw him off by asking him a question as I did this week. Two by straight the way. weeks. That's yeah, right. Two yes. straight I weeks. Threw, on, I yeah. threw him off his game. I thought I would. I thought I would open the show with a question. My mistake. But it's what it is. I got to hear it, but not the right way. Hey, I want to weigh in on this um, poop fetus. Whoa! Uh, Whoa! It was set up, you know, by production and the yeah. producers. Yeah. I don't think there was any constipation. Oh, and I'm not a doctor, but I know this. Whoa, he's going he's going full uh, conspiracy theorist here. He's he's been red pilled. Re the <laughs> re the uh, uh, Ozempic situation. He's he's, he's the uh, he's the Aaron Rodgers of our listeners. I mean, talk speaking of rock hard abs. I mean, this woman, Sam was I, I mean she looked like she could be with oh we i, I did this last week and he, last week you didn't get the reference she looked like she could be on body shaping with galah jankowitz on on oh ESPN. i love that show i want I, I, I used to watch every day yeah, she, yeah she's a very flat stomach despite the backup between laxatives or uh you know metamucil yep. um milk of magnesia yep. there's no way this girl did not take a shit for nine days. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. And all she yeah. needed was two big spoonfuls of Metamucil. I know this because I had my own giant two-foot oh, gummy bear come on. in the toilet after I took Metamucil. David Bray. So come on, buddy. It. It's garbage. This it, is it, not the show for that. And like Reality Steve said, with the turtle poking out <laughs> yeah. last uh, with the promos, is just gross. It's gross. You need to go there. It's not as gross totally as what you just said. This show. Yeah. They're above that. And uh, they should be ashamed, guys. I am so glad you're back on. I'm getting caught up, and uh, I'll be caught up with Bachelor. Um, what is it, Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. Yep. Keep saying Bachelor Pad, which it was. But uh, oh, good job, good guys. Uh, hopefully, you'll play this. See you. Played it. A lot of times I forget because it's the same voicemail line <laughs> as the other show, so I just happen to remember this time. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up there. I'm kind well, of wishing I had played all, that. Yeah. First of all, I, I need to say thank you to David Bray yeah. and to acknowledge that I actually met him in person as yeah. he showed up to uh reality Steve's one of the reality Steve's parties and yeah. he was uh bookended by two women. Like he literally showed up with two women yeah. on his arms. Yeah. He's like six foot eight. Yeah. A uh, very impressive guy. Yep. Yep. He's um, yeah. He's a big dude. He's a Marine works for the airline. He's a gate agent. He's a great guy. He lives in Salt Lake City for work. He's a good dude. Good listener. Happy to know him. We'll wrap it up there. 
for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from the Baller Lifestyle. Jason Stewart breaking down all shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection. We falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne. We got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated. Logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle. We living it here. Yeah. It's the ball of lifestyle. We living it here. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle. We living it here. Yeah. It's the ball of lifestyle. Life